Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and tuning up. This is Scott Jensen with my Ancient Wisdom Modern Health Podcast. Here, I share and explain how to get and stay healthy with Tai Chi, Qigong, and Kung Fu. Mixing interviews with incredible people and my own insights and experiences, we look for timeless wisdom and proven practices to be healthy and happy today. People talk about being centered and feeling centered. In classical combat-oriented Chinese martial arts, there are quite a few different concepts of center. There can be the center axis, the center point, and the center equilibrium. But what do all these mean, and how centered can you get? Before we begin, I would like to encourage you to go to 10,000victories.com slash newsletter and sign up for our newsletter so that you can receive information about our upcoming free Immune Booster webinar. We've got some great information about the lungs. Many of these topics we will discuss in detail and we will teach you a number of exercises that you can do to help improve the health of your lungs. So go to our website, sign up for the newsletter, and keep your eyes open. The newsletter comes out every single week with a new episode of our podcast. In addition, we usually have other articles and sometimes other fun videos and photo sets. You can also check our show notes for a link to the newsletter so you can sign up that way as well. In a previous podcast, we talked quite a bit about the idea of the center of the body, the Dantian, in terms of Qigong and meditation. In this podcast, I'd like to explore the concept of the center point and the center of the body in terms of movement and martial arts. Regardless of the style of Tai Chi or classical Kung Fu that you study, at a certain point, you'll start to learn about moving with the center of your body and moving the center of your body with power. When we think about the center of the body, I'm specifically thinking about the very center of the body in terms of balance and center of gravity. And this tends to be just below the navel on the inside center of the body. So that is a place where we could balance your body. If you were very rigid and stiff like a board and we balanced you on top of something else, another board or top of a fence or something, then the place that you would balance would be just about there. And this is pretty much the same regardless of people's size and either in terms of height and being thin or being thick, or being rounded, pretty much the weight tends to balance out right around that area regardless. If you want to use the mass of your whole body to generate torquing power for throwing or striking power, 
you'll need to get in touch with the center of your body and be aware of it. If you're aware of the center of your body, you have a very good chance of being able to move the center and move your entire body at once. If you're not aware of the center of your body, you really can't connect to it in any way. It's hard to coordinate the movement and mass of your entire body. At the beginning, when people think about striking, they think about using all of the muscles in their arms and shoulders and maybe their back and using the contractive power of their muscles. And this is fine, especially if you're a very strong person or a very large person. It's a good quick start on martial arts. But as people progress, they learn how to generate more power by learning how to use more of the mass of their body. When we're talking about force, force is mass times acceleration. What type of mass there is doesn't really matter. It's a simple calculation of mass times acceleration. The point here is to make sure that you're using all of your mass. The more mass that you have, if the acceleration is the same, more mass will yield more power. If we're only really using the mass of our arm, that's not nearly as much mass as if we're using our entire torso and the other arm and head and striking with it. That's a far greater amount of mass. That might be half the mass of your body. But if you can tune into the center of your mass and coordinate your legs, your torso, your arms and head, all to move in one direction, coordinated by the center of your body, now you're using the entire mass of your body in a synergistic way. This could be thought of as having connected your body, using the integrity of your body, the wholeness of your body, all of your weight of your body. And one of the key ways that you do this is learning through exercises, through working with partners, through standing, how to connect to the center of your body and move the center of your body skillfully. Learning how to find and be aware of the very center of your body really improves your balance. And this is a great thing to do. The better your balance is, the less likely you are to fall, and the greater the chances are that you'll be able to throw at your opponent or to strike forcefully. When I think about being poised and ready, assuming a ready position, I don't really think about assuming a ready position as a particular posture. I hold my hands here. I place my feet there. Where my hands and feet would be would really relate to where the opponent or opponents were and the terrain and situation that we found ourselves in. To me, though, being really ready is being poised, being aware of the center of my body, being balanced so I can move the center of my body in any direction and respond. Being poised and ready also means that I'm awake and aware with my mind. I'm tracking the opponent. In martial arts, one of the big games after you've mastered the basic techniques is how can you outsmart the opponent? How can you trick your opponent? 
one of the main things that we try to do is discover the opponent's intention. What are they planning? What are they thinking about doing? And we try to hide our intention. We try to hide our plans. We're trying to find the opponent's center of balance, feel or connect to their center point. If we can find and connect to their center point, then we have a very good chance of being able to control their entire body. If we're not connecting to the center point of their body, to the center of their balance, our chances of controlling their whole body are greatly diminished. One of the things that you do when you're practicing with partners is you learn how to sense and feel your opponent's or partner's sense of balance and where their center of their body is in relationship to their feet. When I'm watching my opponent or partner, I tend to focus on the very center mass of their body. The other person's eyes, sometimes they can trick you. And if they're very fierce or large or intimidating, you might feel a little cowed. So sometimes it's a very good idea not to actually look at the other person's face, but to watch the chest and center mass of their body. Now beyond this, the next level is to really track the center of their body. Like you're a big radar station and you're going to track them. Wherever their center goes, you know about it. If their center goes up or down, left or right, forward or backward, you know and are tuned into every tiny movement of the center of their body. As soon as you see the center of their body moving, you know that the movement that they're generating could have substantial force. If their arms are moving and the center of their body is not moving, unless the other person is really huge and somewhat of a gorilla, they're probably not going to have that much power. But as soon as the other person moves the center of their body, I'm wary, I'm careful, I'm observing, and I'm going to respond to the movement of their center with my center. I will track their center with my center, and I will move my center in response and in relationship to their center. This allows me to then be able to control the distance and the timing of our interaction. So finding the opponent's center and hiding your center is a key to all of our skills. When we're looking at the ability to throw someone, to off-balance them, getting in touch with the center of their body is absolutely critical. There are a whole series of exercises that you learn as a foundation core skill set when you study judo, and these are called kazushi. They're very simple off-balancing exercises where you're holding the other person's lapel and their elbow or their elbow area of their uniform, and then you gently rock them back onto their heels, forward onto their toes, left and right. They cooperate. They're not totally rigid. Typically, they maintain a little bit of 
stiffness in their body to be a good partner and allow you to actually experience this. If they're too floppy or loose, it really wouldn't work. If they fell down as soon as you touched them, then that wouldn't work either. If they were too yielding, it wouldn't work for this drill. But the point here is to be able to feel different people's bodies and then find the center of balance in different bodies. So if you're in a class with a bunch of judo people and you had 20 people there and and then you traded partners and you worked on off-balancing 19 other people, it would give you a lot better sense of how to find someone's balance. This is a primary exercise that we do when we practice Tai Chi pushing hands as you're trying to learn how to sense the opponent's balance with your hand. And when you get good at the skill from doing lots of push hands and learning how to be sensitive and relaxed and track the other person, you'll gain the ability to place your palm on someone and then rapidly, perhaps instantly, know exactly where the center of their body is and then be able to sort of float them or cause them to become slightly off balance. This is especially easy if the other person is somewhat stiff. I'm recalling one time I was teaching Qigong in Tai Chi at an acupuncture school. I had a very large class, and the class was really pretty long, about two hours. This was very strenuous for the people that were not used to exercising. And I would do a lot of Qigong along with the Tai Chi to help fill up the time and just give the Tai Chi students more education. One day I was demonstrating and discussing the center of the body, and I went around the class and I was putting my hand on people's shoulder, and then I would off-balance them a little bit by finding the center of their body. And once I had the center of the body, I could sort of rock them and they'd be very quickly and easily off-balanced. And for most people, this is a very novel sensation. It's something they never felt, how you could just touch them lightly and then they're sort of floating on their heels or toes or wherever they would spiral off to. I got to one gentleman in the class, a little bit older guy. I put my hand on him and started to try and find a center. Couldn't find it. Uh, He was clever. He was hiding his center. He was subtly moving his center. I don't even know if he was really thinking about it, but it was very interesting. It was crushing my demo. I had worked on everybody else, and now it wasn't working on him. I looked up, and I'm talking to the class, and I said, well, you know, usually it's really easy to find somebody's center. The one real exception to this is if you're dealing with somebody who's been doing judo for a couple of decades. Now, that kind of individual is used to having people try to find their center and off-balance them, and they can subtly move and hide the center of their body. Well, turns out later... I was 100% right. Totally tagged him. Guy had been doing judo in Russia for decades. He's trained with some of the top coaches in Russia. And while he was here in the United States learning acupuncture school, he was driving 45 minutes to an hour one way to go down to San Jose State University and train with Willie Cahill, who is the coach of our U.S. Olympic judo team, basically the best judo coach in the United States. So I really admired this guy's skill because... I'm pretty good too, and he was able to hide from me, so I was very impressed. I enjoyed the whole interaction. Some people have really remarkable punching power. It's really off the charts compared to other people. You know, they hit you and it's like, oh, wow, I don't want two of those. 
Most people, maybe it's not the same effect, but some people really hit. And the people that are really delivering the power, they're combining speed and using the entire mass of their body. Now, one of the things to note is that distance is not part of that equation. Okay, it doesn't say that you have to move three feet. If you throw a powerful punch, it doesn't necessarily get faster the farther it travels. It doesn't become more powerful the farther it travels. It just traveled further. If you're striking with the entire mass of your body and you can achieve a great level of acceleration in a short distance, you don't need to move that far. This is what short power is about. It's learning how to coordinate the entire movement of your body in a very short space. So most of the time when people are learning martial arts, they start with bigger and larger movements that help them to build their coordination, improve their posture, and learn how to sequence their body and how to link the different parts of their body together so that they're all working together with synergy. After a while, then the goal is to refine the quality of this movement so the movements become smaller and more precise. And in fact, the smaller and more precise movements actually generate more power. So short power is about learning how to have your entire body start at once and then move in a connected fashion very suddenly. And this is a great skill to have, and it's really good in close spaces. At advanced levels in Tai Chi, people will gain the skill to move around the center of their body gyroscopically. And this is gained through doing a lot of push hands carefully with a good partner and paying attention to the subtle feelings and sensations of your balance and directions of movement and pressure. But the idea here is that when pressure is applied to one part of your body, the whole body moves like a sphere around the center, and that movement around the center can be used to dissipate the opponent's force or redirect it. This is a high level of skill, and it allows you to overcome much more powerful forces without using that much strength yourself. Although I was just discussing an advanced level of Tai Chi, the concepts of moving from the center of your body, using the center mass of your body to deliver power, these concepts are part of all of the martial arts. You could even say they are central. Thank you for listening. Please be careful and take appropriate actions and plan what you need to do. And until our next podcast, keep moving, stay well, and be happy. Thank you for joining me and listening in. Please remember to subscribe and share. If you have questions, please send them to ask at ancientwisdommodernhealth.com.